Hey there, romance nerds. Today, I am joined by Maddie, our awesome intern here at Noble, and she is going to uh, recommend some books with me on this lovely mini-sode that we have. Jen is fighting the urge to, like, scream hallelujah in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In case you were not aware, May is National Mental Health Awareness Month, and since we have a full schedule for the month of May on the podcast, we wanted to take this mini-sode to recommend some romance books to you that deal with the topic of mental health. Romances may be seen as a escapist but us readers know that we see ourselves in the characters and so sometimes it can be helpful and even cathartic to see the way characters have addressed their own mental health all these are also available through the library btw so first up i just wanted to recommend the book the heart principle by helen huang this is book three in her kiss quotient series and it does help if you read the other two which maddie's going to talk about here in a second Um, but it's not totally necessary in this book our heroine anna is a child violin prodigy who's dealing with some pretty serious burnout from there she spirals into depression Um, it's extra touching because if you read the author's note you'll see that helen huang opens up about her own mental health while writing this book and her like after what happened after books one and two The book itself is a love letter to romance, and it really showcases how romances don't have to be completely spicy or rom-coms even to be popular today. Yeah, The the Heart Principle is is really great. Um, I also loved her first two books, The Kiss Quotient and The Bride Test. Uh, Both of those books deal with um, being on the autism spectrum, and so the main character in in The Kiss Quotient, Stella, has autism, and she is navigating dating and, and going through that with with having some of these sensory issues and some of these um, neurodivergent thinking. And then a character from the first book um, is then spin off um, into his own story for, for the second book, The Bride Test. And Kai, he also um, is on the spectrum as well. And it's just, you can still fall in love if you're on the spectrum. And even if you have neurodivergent thinking, and I, I myself have some sensory issues and, and things, so I really related to the story and I know with, with the Kiss Quotient, the author talks about how she was late diagnosed with autism in her 30s. And that was something that kind of researching this book and, and doing things, she, she was late diagnosed and realized that, hey, I have, I have autism as well. And it's something that is really underdiagnosed in women because it does not uh, display the same way as it does in men. And most of our medical research is done on straight white men in undergrad. So... <laughs> They're a breed all their own right there. Yeah, exactly. And it's just that's the population that most researchers have had for throughout a lot of history. And so that's what a lot of our research is on. And so a lot of women aren't diagnosed with these things. But I I definitely saw myself in in Mm -hmm. these books. And I think that's really impactful. I think Helen Huang, The Kiss Quotient, was the first book I ever stayed up till 2 a.m. because I had to finish it. Yeah. Which is saying something. <laughs> and it, like, it consistently makes me cry my eyes out and, like, in a really good way. It's, and it's so just, good. It's so good. And our book club, we're reading Heart, Heart Principle um, this month for book club at Nopal. And everybody just loves every single book in that series. Yeah, they're so great. Yeah. And as you were saying, they are, like, tangentially connected like it's a character from a previous one a spinoff or they're connected so I had a friend who who got heart principle from a book of the month club and she didn't realize it was a third of a series and she read it totally fine Mm -hmm. not even realizing it was connected I was like no there's these two other books you're missing 
Um, but she she totally read it separately yeah. and had a great time with that. But they're all really great. Yeah. Um, I also would like to recommend a completely different book. It's actually a completely different series. It's called Silent Sins by Audrey Carlin. This is part of the Lotus House series, but you don't have to read the rest of the series in order, just like you don't have to read the Kiss Quotient series in order. Um, in Silent Sins, the main character, Honor, is struggling with grief after losing somebody important to her. So she turns to yoga, where she meets yoga instructor Nicholas, and he's honestly the best boyfriend out there. He is like epitome golden retriever boyfriend. Um, it's got a good level of steam, and it might make you want to work on your chaturangas, but also be aware that there are some really heavy content warnings for this book, and I've gone ahead and listed those in the show notes for you so you can be aware. Yeah, and then finally, I wanted to recommend uh, Tracy Garvis Graves' The Girl He Used to Know, which is a book about uh, the main character, Annika. She is also on the spectrum and so kind of feels lost in social situations um, and isn't great at connecting to people. And the book goes between um, the current timeline of her reconnecting with a, a guy she dated in undergrad and then going back, flashing back to kind of their first relationship the first time and kind of what went wrong there and what ended, had them ending up um, changing paths. And then there's kind of a third act that really gutted me that is very <laughs> emotional. If you've read it, you know what I'm talking about. And that book also, Annika really describes a lot of her like sensory problems and problems she has with her, her clothes feeling wrong or she has to wear certain kind of things. She doesn't like having her shoes on. Um, and kind of navigating those things and I I think it's really relatable to people to not see people with that neurodivergent thinking in in books and how you can find love and it doesn't negate you from from being the main character of a romance novel and I think that's really great and finally would this be a Jackie recommendation episode if it didn't somehow include either Katie Robert or Ruby Ruby Dixon at this point (laughs) In this case, I would like to recommend Barbarian's Beloved, which is Ice Planet Barbarian's book number 17. This is Ariana's story, and she deals very heavily with anxiety and depression in a world where medication and professional therapy isn't even a thought. She's living on an ice planet in some unknown galaxy. From the beginning of the series, we, the reader, know Ariana's, quote, the weepy one or the crier because she seems to cry at everything. Reading her book, though, we learn that she's dealing with her anxiety attacks this entire time. We get a glimpse into her brain and her thoughts and how her mate Zelaya helps her to work through these attacks again where medication and therapy aren't really an option now this isn't a case of love fixing all don't worry instead it's a really beautiful journey through mental health and survival and learning to trust someone with your innermost struggles and that does wrap us up for this month so don't forget to go back and listen to the full-length episodes maddie thank you for joining us happy to questions comments you can email us at ragingromantics at nopal.org make sure to tune in next month for a whole slew of authors from some very big traditionally published ones <laughs> to um, some awesome indie pubs um, and they're going to be weighing in on what publishing looks like in the romance industry today and there's still time to enter the Ruby Dixon giveaway. Follow Ruby Dixon on Instagram or Facebook and then emailing us at Raging Romantics again um, with your favorite characters from IPB. And on that note, Maddie, <laughs> what does Jen always say? Rage on! <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>